Worldwide. Welcome again to the 2021 pre-draft NFL special. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay. Welcome you back to another season. And we are just two days away from the NFL draft. And certainly if you're a football savant or somebody who at least enjoys the draft, this is an awesome time for you because your speculations and you're talking to your friends and watching social media and just seeing the, the tire fire that's going on in the NFL right now because there's so much speculation. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one of the few teams that is pretty much a sure thing. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback for that team, and they're going to try to turn the page once and for all. And the draft starts at number two. The New York Jets obviously stepped away from the Sam Darnold era, and who are they going to pick? Is it going to be Zach Wilson? Is it going to be Josh Fields? Could it even be Mac Jones? Could they not pick a quarterback? Because the Jets find ways to screw things up. So to say that the the Jets are going to go after a quarterback, which would be the honest-to-goodness smart pick, uh, it's not to say that's what the Jets are going to do because the Jets find ways to do stupid things. And I used to say that about the Buffalo Bills. The Bills do Bills things and put themselves in a bad situation, but they seem to have turned that corner for a couple years now, and I'm hoping that continues the trend. But the Jets, I think when you look at this team right now, I think that Zach Wilson fits the profile pretty well for this team, and that's a great starting point for them. And number three, you see the San Francisco 49ers that uh, picked a trade up Miami via Houston. And Kyle Shanahan being coy, talking about, you know, we might not all be alive by the time the draft happens, so who knows on Sunday who's going to be here, who's not, which is just weird. Um, but I think that they went up to number three to grab a quarterback all intents and purposes, we're hearing that Mac Jones is the guy. Um, again, could be Josh Fields um, as well if he's not taken by the Jets. Um, but the real question is, I think one of those two quarterbacks I think is going to be part of it. Um, I don't see them going after Kyle Pitts because they have George Kittle, but you know, two tight end sets are a pretty popular thing these days. But I think really what the big question is, is where does Jimmy G land? Uh, he's obviously not going to stay on that team. And they said that he's our guy right now. What that means is until they put another guy under center. And I think Jimmy G is going to go back to the Patriots. That's my hard look. I think Bill Belichick is kind of sitting back saying, you know, had some discussion with Jimmy G already um, off, off the record. And, you know, they went after Jonah Smith. They went after Hunter Henry. That Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski-like offense putting... Jimmy G in the Patriots offense, which he remembers and knows. Uh, I think that you you look at that and, um, you know, the Patriots obviously need a lot more work, uh, especially at the wide receiver position, the running back position. But Jimmy G under center, I think, would work out quite well for them uh, if the San Francisco 49ers do select a quarterback. Atlanta Falcons. And again, yesterday, Ian Rappaport broke down the fact of the salary cap hell that the Atlanta Falcons have. And I think a lot of people, including myself, didn't realize what the Falcons had going on in salary cap. I mean, you look right now at this team, um, Julio Jones really did handicap this team quite a lot. You look at 36-year-old Matt Ryan, whose days are numbered to say the least. Now, the Falcons have stood behind Matt Ryan saying that he's got two or three years left in him. Do I think he has two or three years in him? No. But it's obviously the, the correct political statement to kind of say that you're going to go after him. So if the Falcons don't go after a quarterback, which I think would be silly, I think they need to go after a quarterback, 
and whatever the remaining quarterbacks that are out there, um, I think they need to go for. Um, but Kyle Pitts is obviously a very sexy pick, and it's something that this team really could do well with. Um, you know, their their days of Tony Gonzalez. Uh, this guy, uh, all intents and purposes, they're saying he's a freak of nature. He is uncoverable. So the Falcons might be really excited, the fact that they have Julio Jones, they have Calvin Ridley, and um, I think they have Hayden Hurst still. And, and then this guy would be some matchup nightmares. But the question is, can the Atlanta Falcons sign all their draft picks? Obviously, they're going to have to spend a ton of money on Kyle Pitts if he lands there. Uh, so you really have to kind of look at this. Now, if it was me and I was the Atlanta Falcons, I'd be picking up a quarterback, let Matt Ryan ease this guy in under center as the backup, watching him, mentor him, teaching him, and hoping that he will be able to take over the reins because, again, I don't see Matt Ryan having two, three years left in him of quality football. So you move down to the Bengals at number five, and the Bengals certainly uh, need to put some people right behind um, their guy. And it's it's interesting because when you look at the, where the Bengals are, they need wide receiver help. And, you know, your quarterback coming back from an injury, it's a knee injury, you're hoping that that, that works out well, but they need wide receiver help. A.J. Green is now, I think, a, a Phoenix Cardinal or Arizona Cardinal, wherever the hell they are. And, you know, you need somebody. And I'm looking at Jamarcus Chase, to be the guy right there. Um, Perry Sewell is also a guy that I think would be really good um, because Joey Burrow certainly needs somebody to protect him. And a lot of people, you know, they really, you know, they're really high on this guy. And uh, 6'6", 330, I mean, he is really a guy that um, Joey Burrow could could really uh, appreciate. But again, they need offense right now. So I think the Bengals right now have to really, really look at the the Jamarcus Chase factor and hope that that is something that they can can build off of. Um, you look at the Miami Dolphins, and again, where they are right now, the Dolphins uh, moving in from a, a trade from the Philadelphia Eagles into the sixth spot. And Tula Tagliavea, a guy that I am not 100% sold on, is under center. And again, would he benefit from a Perry Sewell? Sure. Would he, would he benefit um, from somebody like a uh, Jamarcus Chase or a Jalen Waddle? Yeah, he would. And I think that's something that this team really needs to have. I think weapons need to be Tula Tagliavea or some kind of offensive line help. So Perry Sewell, again, could land on them, give Tula Tagliavea a little bit of time. But again, if Kyle Pitts was to fall, which is a very strong possibility. He would be a nice pickup there. Um, even though that they have a, a good tight end, I think that it would be more um, you know, beneficial for them to take a Jalen Waddle or a Jamarcus Chase. Um, that seems to be you know, kind of the big play. You got Trey Lance that's out there, and a lot of people are saying that he fell down in the draft order, but Trey Lance could jump right up into the top five picks as well. Um, not for the Miami Dolphins, even though the Dolphins kind of threw out there yesterday that they could even go for a quarterback if need be. Um, I think that's a smokescreen. I don't see them doing that because it doesn't make any sense. Um, just because I don't believe in him doesn't mean that the Dolphins don't. You look at the Detroit Lions, 
and Matt Stafford, no longer Detroit Lion. You got Jared Goff there. And really, Jared Goff has got some serious pressure right now because the Detroit Lions find ways to ruin team players as well. But um, Jared Goff is going to obviously need some weapons. They lost Kenny Galladay. So again, you look at the offensive line capability, and they need to put somebody offensively there as well. And you're looking at the same guys on on the team right now. And, you know, if Chase or Waddle or Pitts are there, um, I think you go for that guy. Um, do I see them going for a quarterback? No. Um, Devonta Smith is another guy's name that kind of pops up there. Jared Goff needs somebody they can get the ball to. So they're hoping that um, one of those guys would be available. I really think that that would probably, uh, Devonta Smith would be a nice place for him to land. Um, on this team because obviously uh, the Detroit Lions need offense. You look at Carolina, and Carolina right now uh, has the Sam Bradford effect. And are they all in on Sam Bradford? I think they are. I think the change of venue is going to do Sam Bradford um, a wealth of good. And you look at this team right now, um, CMC coming back from an injury, I think he's going to be okay. Um, You look at some of the wide receivers, uh, they have some good players. Um, they are a team, I think, that needs to add another another offensive weapon as well. When you look at what's possibly on the board, um, you want to think to yourself that, you know, one of these guys would be available. But it could very well be where they look at the defensive side of it right now and go into the second round going for offensive help. Um, I think that this team has, you know, tremendous upside. Um, obviously, everybody wants to go um, for offense, and you're seeing the fact that this team, you know, could still do that. Um, but when you look at, um, you know, Rondell Moore as a wide receiver, is he going to kind of fit the profile of that team? I don't think so. Um, I think that they could possibly go for defense and and kind of look at that piece. You look at the Denver Broncos. They need a quarterback, and they might want to try to make some moves, and they might want to try to get up a little bit higher and try to put somebody uh, in there because I think Drew Locke is not the guy that the Denver Broncos hoped he would be. Um, he's, a, he's a nice compliment player. He could be a number two guy. Uh, but again, they want to get in the quarterback conversation as well. The good thing about the Dallas Cowboys that's underneath them at the 10 spot is that they don't need a quarterback. They've got Dak Prescott. They've got Ezekiel Elliott. They've got some great tight ends. So I think the Cowboys could go defense, and I think that they will go defense to try to really solidify that. And even though I was only going to talk about the top 10 spots, I'll talk about the Giants and the Eagles as well. Um, the Giants and Danny Dimes, they picked up Kenny Galladay, which I think is a big pick for Dan, Daniel Jones. I think it has to be um, a, a great fit for them because, again, this is a proven year for Danny Dimes. I think he has to really show everybody that he has got the ability to um, take it to the next level, but he needs weapons. And, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Sterling Shepard, you look at Kenny Galladay. I think them go, they're going to go for defense as well and try to build that defensive front. You look at the Eagles at number 12. And, again, Jalen Hurts and a lot of controversy talking about Jalen Hurts might not be the number one guy. Um, I think he is going to be the number one guy. I think that you take the best available player on the board at number 12 and you just try to build this team from any way possible because you have multiple needs. And we'll see what happens. So it'll be an interesting draft. I think there's going to be some plays. Um, 
A lot of people talk about the New England Patriots at the 15th spot, possibly moving up to try to take somebody like a Josh Fields. I don't think that that's going to play. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is in play. I think he's a possible target for the New England Patriots. I don't think they're going to really, really um, salvage uh, much by trying to get in there, um, even though that they want a franchise quarterback. Um, you know, if I'm a <laughs> I'm a Bills fan, so I obviously don't want the New England Patriots to do anything. I want them to keep Cam Newton under center, and I want them to continue to suck because last year was really fun watching them not make really any headway whatsoever and take a step back. Uh, but Bill Belichick's a smart guy. He went after those two tight ends for a reason. I think he's got the quarterback situation. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan um, said that this was something that they were going to make a play for, and if they could make that trade, that he was going to be in play. So I think Jimmy Garoppolo... Uh, his days are numbered as a San Francisco 49er. And I think really when you look at this team, they need wide receiver help as well as wide receivers seem to be a premium for these teams. Um, obviously having Jonah Smith and um, Hunter Henry is a nice addition. Um, you know, Cam Newton doesn't have the long ball. Um, if Jimmy G goes there, um, they may go after somebody on the board as well. I think best available. Um, I don't see the Patriots making crazy moves. And if they do, well, all bets are off. So that's kind of my prediction for the beginning of the draft. Uh, let me know your thoughts. And uh, if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. I got to go. Talk to you soon. See ya.